I'd just like to take this opportunity to express my gratitude and express my thanks to Jalkun Mahasamai, who has shown us, shown us all here much, much kindness and much compassion, um, especially me. I, I came here over 13 years ago and I went, I went to pay my respects to him and he had the kindness to let me stay at his monastery. I stayed there for one night and then after, after that next night, he, he had one of his disciples drive, drive us all the way to Canberra and then from Canberra, uh, that same disciple drove us all the way to Melbourne. After that disciple had drove us all the way to Melbourne, he drove us to the place that um, would, after, after, one, after one year, would later become Wat Buddha Bodhiwana in Melbourne. And the reason, the reason this monastery came into being is because of the great kindness and the great, and the great, the great kindness of, of Akulva Ajahn in Jakum Mahasamai. He, he's been an inspiration for Buddhism to flourish all throughout Australia ever, ever since he got here. And the, the great benefit that he's done has is, is, is also, is also been of a great benefit to us. And in the same way, in the same way he's helped in a place like this in Bodhikasuma, which is right in the middle of Sydney here, he helps out in all, all different sorts of way, ways with, with coming and giving teachings. When other, when other monks come from overseas, he, he helps invite them and he helps um, put them up and make their stay, makes their stay very, very hospitable. But there's, there's, it's not just him that helps out at Bodhikasuma here. There's, all, there's, there's John and there's Nina. They, they are the inspiration behind this place and all the members of the committee. It's been, it's been nine years since Bodhikasuma has been established and the reason it, it's grown and flourished so much in these, in these nine years is because of the goodness of people's hearts, the goodness of people's hearts and this overflows and it gives benefits to others and it, it's, it, keeps, it keeps connecting on from one to the other, one to the other. The greatest benefit that this place actually gives people is is it shows people if 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 those people don't know how to how to develop what's called dana, which is charitable giving, it shows them how to develop dana. If they don't know about sila, which is morality, it shows how to develop morality. And if they don't know about meditation or pawana, it shows them how to develop meditation. And they have the opportunity to do this with it, with a centre like this. And now that they have the path and they have this path, this is the path that will lead them to the Buddha in their own mind. So now that we actually have a place like this with Bodhikusuma, this this can be seen as a great source of as a great source of uh, luck and, and, and a lot of merit for all of us, because it's it's right here in the middle of Sydney. It, it's very close to a lot of our homes, to a lot of our works, and a place like this, even though it's right in the middle of Sydney, it's very quiet. You can come here and practice. So it's very it's actually a very very suitable place to come and practice. And so when we do come here to practice, what we actually come here for. Is to, is to find out about our mind and why our mind is actually suffering and why it goes through all the different kinds of um, stress in, in our lives. What we have to do is to find out why it is like that and the, re- and the way we do find out the way it is like that is, is through practicing meditation. The Buddha laid down the path to find out why we're, we're, we're experiencing this suffering and the, this path that he laid down is the path of sila, samadhi and panya or morality, concentration and wisdom. We've heard, we've, heard these, we've heard these teachings, but what is the most important for us is to actually put these teachings into practice. When we're, when we're developing the practice, the most important thing to have is mindfulness, or is, is what we call sati. 
having mindfulness in all of our of our bodily actions, our speech and our mind, doing trying to keep mindfulness at all times on these on these three separate things. We can develop the way we develop continuous mindfulness is by is by is also by watching the breath and developing a meditation object. So you can do something like that, like watch the breath, or you can do a you can you can use a, a meditation word like butto. But the most important thing, whatever technique that you use, is to have mindfulness there. The reason we have to have mindfulness is so we can cut off the the flow of thoughts that that are that usually overrun our overrun our mind. And we have to keep our mind as as much as we possibly can in the present. When we know the when we know the present for what it actually is, and this knowing remains continuous, this will lead to a calm and peaceful mind. So even even though there might be a lot of different kinds of schools of Buddhism, may be they be they Mahayana, Tibet, Sri Lankan, Burmese, um, Vietnamese, whatever they are, all all those all these different all these different aspects, all these different kinds of Buddhism, what they all are meant to be, what they all are leading towards is is to develop the, the mind of the Buddha or, or or the awakened mind. But what happens is we we see all these different kinds of paths and we we start to become confused and you know which path will actually lead us to this awakening of the mind. But you don't you don't have to get in, too involved in all that confusion and all that um, wondering which path is the right path. What you have to notice is the mind, and look at look right here in the body and the mind, and see, you know, ask yourself why why am I suffering in this point in time? And you, the more you do this, you you actually start to find out the reason you are suffering is because you're clinging, you're clinging to this body and this mind. And what you have to do through the practice of meditation is learn to let go, learn to let go of these clinging, learn to let go of, of the body and the mind. You do this by developing wisdom. Um, with wisdom here, it, it means knowing knowing all conditioned phenomena as they are, as simply as an, as impermanent as an unsatisfactory as not self. If we don't if we don't get to know this mind, it'll just it, the mind will just keep thinking and follow it'll follow its own its own habits and just keep spinning around and around and around. So this is because we have what's called avicca, tanha, anupatan in our mind, which is ignorance, uh, craving, and clinging. So to let go of these, we need to practice, and and once and once we do start to practice, everything in our lives will become better. Everything from our home life, our work, um, our relationships, our relationships with people, all all these different aspects of our lives will become a lot better. Meditation is actually quite like work. It, with when you work at a job, you have to de- you have to develop skills. You have to practice. Uh, once you've been doing that job a long time, you know, you'll be very efficient in your work. And meditation is exactly the same. The more you develop it and the more you practice it, the more efficient you'll become with it. So at, right at the start here, right now, you can look at what you need to look at is your actions of body, speech and mind. Right here today, you've taken on the five precepts. Um, the fi- the, yeah, the five precepts. Um, and this, this, is, this is a great start right here because already taking these on today, you know, you're not causing suffering to either yourself or to any other people. With, with the basis of these five precepts, this is what keeps, this is, will be the foundation that, that it will develop a very, very strong foundation in the mind. And when that mind does have that strong foundation, it will, do, it will lead on to, de- to the development of mindfulness.
and when that mindfulness becomes strong, you can lead on to, to investigating the body, the body and mind. And when, when this is strong, you'll be able to see through, the, see through the conventional reality of this body and mind and see that, that in actual fact, this body and mind is not self. It, it has no owner. It has no, has no real abiding entity in it. So once, once, we, do, once we do find out this out, well, that, this is when we really find out what the Buddha taught and what the Buddha was really, really pointing at. Is that all? Is that all? Mind and matter. All everything that we experience is in, is in inherently empty. When we see this, the mind will also become empty, and this is when what we can say is is reaching the Buddha mind. What, whichever way you've used to get to that, whether it be Theravada, Mahayana, Tibet, it doesn't matter. In the end, it doesn't matter because the mind moves in emptiness. We can look at the great teachers that have already come up in our, in our, at least in our Thai Theravadan tradition. We have Lumpur Man, Lumpur Cha, Lungta Mahabua, all, all these monks, all these great, all these great practitioners. You know, they reach the final goal. Reach, sorry, reach the final goal, and they, the, the way of practice was right. It was true. It was straight. So we can take faith and we can take confidence in that. We can, we can take this, that take this path as a source of inspiration to us all, and and something that we can hold on to. Is that path is leading our, lives by, leading our lives by Dharma and leading our lives by morality. We do this until the mind becomes pure because the mind is the most important thing in the world. We, we can use it to either build um, unwholesome states or we can use, them to build, use the mind to build wholesome states. Just for example, people here that, that have supported and helped out Bodhikasuma You've come from near and far. You, you, you help out in many, as many different ways as possible, whether it be financial, whether you come and help and volunteer with yourself, or you use um, use your own use your own intelligence to help in different ways. This this is this is building a lot of a lot of goodness in your mind already. Just a, this is a great benefit for not only for yourself but also for all the people of Sydney. So once once we have realised that we shouldn't be heedless in our lives. This will, this will be the cause for us to, to practice and to develop wisdom and understanding. Our 20 minutes is up now, so keep to the timetable.